0: Welcome to the Small Fictions Podcast. Every week, three aspiring, slash, totally shit writers create short stories and send them to an English teacher for grading. Here are your hosts, Ryan, Alex, and Elliot.
1: Please tell me this sodding thing is working. Yep. Yeah. We, yeah we, oh, so. fuck. Sorry, lads. I don't know
2: what the fuck. Every what would you do st- to a student who turned up to your class 15 minutes late?
3: Uh, say what the fuck?
0: Sort yourself out. You're <laughs> an embarrassment.
1: Yeah. You're a disgrace.
3: So would your classroom be in total chaos if you walked in 15 minutes late and there were... No uh... Kids?
1: It depends, really, on the, on the cast. If they're, like, complete scumbags, then, yeah, probably. Uh, no, normally what happens is, like, a, an, another teacher on the corridor is like, uh, where, which teacher have you got now? And it turns out someone's mistimed their lunch or something like that. Oh, uh, right, yeah. Uh, and they sort of keep an eye. VA yeah, would normally be a bit... Well, it, it, let's just say it would definitely be a pain in the arse um, if that were to happen.
4: So, what year do you teach, Blender?
1: Uh, seven to 11, so
4: and what are they like them. these days are they all are they all shitheads? or uh yeah, were we the last good generation um
1: yeah that's it yeah that's <laughs> yeah you're absolutely spot on to be perfectly honest um yeah. it, it depends some of them are, some of them are great but most of them are just horrible teenagers and you only realize how um that you, when you think back to your school days you often sort of imagine your current self but yeah that with your current mindset, maybe you'd be a bit more immature, you don't realise that you're, you're actually oh, a, completely no, we yeah, you're yeah. a completely different animal. Yeah, you're a completely different animal. You you forget how much you didn't know. So teenagers come out with all sorts of complete shit and completely unaware of like what's acceptable and what's appropriate and what's not, he says on a show full of dicks and butts and Hobbit <laughs> orgies. Um, <Yeah. laughs> uh so yeah it's it, it's it's it like, oh, doesn't I like sound any job.
4: different like to be honest like ryan do you remember <laughs> in religious studies once you wrote down tang" on a bit yeah. of paper and gave it to the teacher yeah and he said do you know what this
2: means and i said no and he went it means vagina and we were like <laughs> oh, oh shit. my
1: goodness, it, it means vagina <laughs>
4: <laughs> i was telling someone that story the other day actually <laughs> just thought it was a funny word I remember when I walked into
2: geography class, Alex, do you remember this? And everyone was sitting down and getting there or like get in the process of sitting down. It's quite a lot of activity and you were already sitting down. I stand in front of you and I span a pen to uh, and, and and I said, whoever this lands on is a c-. And before the pen could finish speaking, <laughs> I, I was whisked outside and had to stand in the corridor.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Did it land on the
1: teacher? <laughs> oh man, that's bad. <laughs> I think that one of my favourite
3: memories was in in geography. Uh, this guy wrote, "Mr. Hunter's a big fat hunter," <laughs> in, ge- in his geography book, and then handed it in. And then the next lesson, he had to spend the entire time at the front explaining to Mr. Hunter why he thought that was okay to write. Oh, I thought you were going to say explaining to Mr. Hunter why he was a big fat hunter. <laughs> <Yeah. So, laughs> No, I'm pretty sure he knew why he was a big fat cunt. Um, <laughs> God. But actually, I quite like this answer. He's quite cool, um, which made it doubly w- wrong. Yeah. Because if it was one of the shitter teachers, then you can kind of understand it. Mm-hmm.
2: So. Oh, well, how how do we compare as a substitute class, Mr. Teacher?
1: Oh, to the real teacher? deal? Um, I think we've been pretty good. I think I think you have. I mean, you've all done the work. Yep. So, I mean, it, you know, it might be of varying quality and level of effort. But I mean, you've all done the work, which I we will haven't say. misbehaved. Yeah, well, I mean, the the, the what like, like what you've made me read out could be considered misbehaving. <laughs> uh, but no, in general, it's uh, you've done a good job. I, I would, you know, I would rate this class. I'll be in the staff room saying, "Oh, I think that class was all right." I mean, yeah, you with know, the goody boys, with the good I've boys. A, I've got a strange obsession with knobs, but you know, that's what happens when you teach boys. <laughs> So I teach middle-aged <laughs> yeah. boys who have never <laughs> yeah. grown out of it. <laughs> so you know, you just get used to it. Um, but yeah. Oh, I
3: bet you Bunny's are absolutely. Never being funny
2: though. That's true. It all farts. I bet you are absolutely frothing at the mouth for this week's episode, though, Mister Blunder. It's fictional, no historical
1: fiction, and you're a history teacher. This is it. This is. I cannot wait to see what interesting takes you've got on my. On my favourite topic, hmm. uh, do you think we're going to do it justice? Uh I if as a historian I looked at the past, and I would say, judging by recent episodes, one out of three of you will do it justice. <laughs> that seems to be how it works. <laughs> well, I can one tell of... you,
2: it's not me this week.
1: <laughs> oh no! Are we looking? Uh, uh, are we looking grim? Is hmm. it been, Have you found it? T- have you found this difficult? This one
2: um i think it's because i didn't realize today was wednesday <laughs> oh, so it was that's a why i texted the group yesterday saying no we, we meant actually tomorrow um yeah so i think if i'd uh thought of things a bit earlier I'd it'd have been had fine. a bit more time okay yeah, yeah, yeah. having said that i i have prepared a little treat for you all around my story so i might might ask for mine to go last unless anyone feels strongly otherwise
4: uh, nah, no, I, I mean, know. I think I've got a pretty strong opening story, so I'm happy to go first. Okay. All it's, right, it's really good this week. Really good. Okay. Uh, really uh, oh, all right. Well, really
1: good. I mean, I'm excited. I'm excited yeah. to see what really good looks
4: like. So, really changing it from my usual stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. What kind I,
2: of historical fiction do you read in your spare time, Mister Teacher?
1: Uh, uh, to be honest, I mainly actually because I'm just a big nerd. I I mainly just read actual history books oh, so okay. i listen to a, a history podcast on the way into school what's that teach history all day Let's give it a shout out give it a shout out to um well obviously the, the classic is the rest is history but that's like one of the most popular podcasts in the history of the world even though um one of them is an incredible um right-wing wank uh so, <laughs> so uh, not a massive fan of that uh so i'm gonna give um Big shout the Revolutions podcast. That's the best one. That is the best one. It's stopped now, but ten different revolutions, absolutely fantastic stuff. Big fan. Uh, if definitely, definitely would recommend for uh, your audio pleasure. Mm. But what like do you I think say, of Dan Snow's podcast, history hit? Uh, um, Dan Snow's all right. I'm not a massive fan of his, if only because. A few years ago he did a load of good videos about World War One that are just pitched just right at the sort of year eight, like thirteen foot like thirteen year old who doesn't know anything. Um so he had lessons on like the tanks in World War One and the planes in World War One and everything, and they're really good, except they're absolutely full of dubstep. Which has aged it really instantly. Yeah, they just they constantly like, everything they've got. Like, here's the kit a British soldier would wear, and it's really good. And it talks about the difference between the rifles and the machine guns and the tanks, and the planes. Every, every moment has dubstep all over it. And it aged instantly.
4: That's uh, and
1: now, even though the video's only a few years old, the kids are like, What is this?
4: <laughs> uh. That sounds really good. I don't think I might have to watch that.
2: What is this, sir? Sounds like Monkey in a Tin, sir. What is, this shit? <laughs> is that how they sound like? Your, your,
1: cheers? uh, there's well, the just is really old to them, it's yeah. absolutely ancient to them. There's no way that they'd listen to it. Um, <laughs> so Taylor
2: the, Swift and Harry Styles for them,
1: yeah. Well, I always joke about them, I always joke about them listening to too much TikTok dances. It's whatever song's popular on TikTok at the minute. That's the. That's the big thing. And you'll say, someone will say in the staff room, God, I, I, so-and-so did this thing. I go, what the fuck? What? And it's just like, oh, yeah, it's poppy on so That's that's why they're doing it. You know, uh, I mean, obviously, the classic is drawing massive knobs and everything, but that's yeah. go back, you know, as a history thinker, I appreciate that. That goes back to uh, Roman times. Yeah, so. I'm glad that's still going. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's There's something about humans where if they see a blank slate, it's like, this would be the perfect knob. place to draw a knob. Wow. <laughs> so, or some sort of rude graffiti like, did you know for example the very first drawing um, that represents Jesus that we have is Roman graffiti and it's a Roman making fun of his mate who's a Christian and it's a stick man uh, bowing down to a guy on a cross who's got a horse's head and the guy's just ripping the piss out of his mate for being a Christian because the Christians are all slaves. And look at this donk! This is look at this donkey that we crucified, and that's the that's the very first image we've got is anti anti Jesus Roman graffiti that makes him look like a, a donkey man. Wow, you know <laughs> and, and that along with you know um, I fucked your mum and you know and all this all this other horrific <laughs> stuff. Um, oh yeah, the uh, the
3: good to know that your mum. So your mum jokes are a few thousand years old then. Oh,
1: easily, easily. Like uh, the graffiti that they've still got from Pompeii, some of it is that better than the stuff the kids can come up with. That's for sure. So and so in 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 reality, our our podcast continues in that theme of yeah. we take a blank slate of a theme and we insert shitloads of knobs and fannies and squelches <laughs> into it, much like the Romans did with a blank wall.
0: Story number one. Caesar salad.
1: Julius walked through the streets of Rome. <laughs> uh, he fancied a soppy so a soapy titwang, but couldn't decide which domino to hire. I really thought we were going to have something classy today. Uh, Allegedly, Julius uh-huh. thought he walked through the streets of Rome. He fancied a soapy titwang, but couldn't decide which domino to hire. He enjoyed really huge, really soapy, whopping great big wagamamas. They were the best, but all the good ones were taken today. Suddenly, he felt the urgent need to drop a juice at the local group toilet. (laughs) Among the musical cacophony of farts, he checked his coin purse. "Gah! I have no coin, he exclaimed. The poop master buccaneer wasn't happy to hear this so told Julius to take his shit elsewhere. Julius turned and his face bumped into the sweetest set of jumbo booby hanners he'd ever seen. By Jupiter's cock, he exclaimed. It's two denarii for a soapy titwank, my boy. What say thee? As he was checking his pockets again, another... hes <laughs> have written another Patreon. <laughs> <shoved in. Huh. laughs> I'll take a soapy titwank. Soapy titwank sold to that man. Julius couldn't believe this shit. He really wanted that soapy titwank. Wait, I'll pay four denaris for a soapy titwank, but it'll have to be an IOU. Sure, you seem trustworthy. Soapy titwank sold to that man. So Julius enjoyed the soapy titwank and spaffed all over them fat baps. (laughs) 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 Oh, God. <laughs> it was the most amazing up. soapy tit-wanky that <laughs> ever had. Now, remember, said the domino as she mopped up the spooge from them juicy melons, you owe me four denarii. Yes, ma'am. I promise I'll get it for you one day. From that point on, Julius worked hardly any man had ever worked. He was motivated, driven by the memories of those divine mammaries a drive the likes of which the world had never seen. He studied politics, finances, art, and war. Many years later, that man became the leader of all of Rome, and ultimately half of Europe. And true to his word, he tracked down the domina and gave her ten denarii. That's so. That's the four he initially promised, plus interest and a reasonable tip, because it was proper good. The end.
2: Wow,
3: yeah. I mean, it's, um, it's it's probably quite historically accurate. Yeah, I think so.
4: I was going for accuracy. So
3: the group toilet—that was definitely a thing. Um, the the only thing is, um, wagamamas so, wasn't
4: invented yet. That's well, a name yeah, for boobs. Wagamamas. It's just a coincidence but, that caused that. Yeah. Now wagamamas—they so the, called them wagamamas in ancient Rome.
3: Uh, Can I boobs. just say though, like, was he still? Sitting in on the shitter when he bumped into this woman's tits because the poop poopmaster buccaneer wasn't happy to hear this, so he told Julius to take his shit elsewhere. Julius turned and his face bumped into the sweetest set of jumbo. So it's like he literally just turned from his place on the shitter, surrounded by loads of people taking a shit, and then he put his face in these in these titties. Yeah. So did he did he get a tit wank <laughs> whilst? Whilst everyone around him was taking a shit.
4: No, no, no. He he, he went back to the Domino's room.
3: Uh, Yeah, I think Mm. you needed another line in there to explain that because all I could see was like all these. I don't think it needed any more words. Like this cacophony of musical farts whilst he's getting a a titwank. I mean, it might have
1: needed different words, but not necessarily more words. So what (laughs) are (laughs) you saying? Yes.
4: Yeah, no, I see what you're saying, yeah. So it sounds like he's he's having a titwake while he's having a shit and there's everyone else shitting around him.
3: <laughs> everyone's, everyone's shitting, cacophony, musical farts, all of this. But, you know, Julius C's origin story, I like it.
1: Yeah. All
3: right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 <laughs> 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 right, next. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll <laughs> save my judgment for the, the right, right section.
0: Story number two.
1: Just an average day in France. God. Right. Baron de Merde the third, dropped a turd when he heard the word. Oh, his time had come. The guard fumbled with the jingly jangly keys far too long, long enough to hatch a plan. He would kick the first guard in the plums, wrap the heavy keychain around the head of the second, waiting outside with a spear, then use the keys and weapons to liberate his fellow prisoners, lead a revolt, escape the prison and flee into the countryside. By the end of the day, he could be across the border enjoying small water biscuits and cognac in a country where peasants didn't take the piss. The door finally opened, Now was his chance. With a skip forward, he planted his shin straight down the middle of the guard's unprotected nethers. The wince of pain, the contorted expression, the lack of cushioning as his shin connected with the hard bone of the guard's pelvis. He hopped back, gripping his leg. The guard smiled. I'm a eunuch, sir, he said in French. An official walked in behind him. ''Right, the charges have been dropped. You can go,'' he said, in French. ''What, really? I'm free?'' he replied, in French. (laughs) ''Yeah, Robespierre, or Chodespierre as we like to call him, signed the order himself.'' ''Oh, thank you, monsieur. I'm so happy. I'm free.'' ''Nah, not really. Execution for you, chummy,'' he said, in French, before bursting (laughs) out laughing. ''Ha!'' Gets get me every time. You should see the look on your face. He turned to the guard. Take him away. On the arrival at the Place de la Revolution, they led him past the hordes of dirty plebs shouting and throwing turnips, past the barber at the bottom of the steps, and up to the infamous guillotine. A man with a proud smile stood next to his contraption. His overalls read Revolutionary Executioner getting head since 1792. Blimey, have you sharted yourself? The executioner asked, in French. My wife's going to have a tough job <laughs> scrubbing those later. Typical selfish aristote, never thinking of the common system. Right, down you go. Don't I get a cigarette? The baron asked, in French. The executioner <laughs> pulled one out and chucked it in the basket. Have it later, I'm in a hurry. He laughed and the crowd cheered. Lying on his front, he looked in the basket, surprised to see his old friend, Philippe de Petit-Digeneur's life looking <laughs> up at him. Good, he thought. The cunt never did pay him back those five francs. He hocked a massive loogie and launched it at him, then cackled maniacally. The executioner must have picked up Philippe's head as they were now cheek-to-cheek. Fuck off, Phil, he said in French, though he couldn't hear his own words. Something else had changed too. He couldn't feel his toes. On the plus side, his acid reflux had cleared up somehow. Then he saw it, written upon the inside of the basket, in French. If you can read this, prepare for your last breath. An upward-pointed arrow drew his eye to the lip of the basket, and then he realised where he was. He began to regret the loogie as his own spittle ran off Philippe's nose and into his mouth darkness fell as the arse of the executioner descended before ripping a, matho- a mammoth dysentery fart into his face. He closed oh. his eyes and died with a seriously annoying itch on his chin. God almighty, fuck me. Wow.
2: Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Wow. wow.
4: Um... I'm lost for words how you go. I liked the um how clear you were about what language they were speaking that really um that tickled me all the way through and Thanks. uh yeah that was that's right on my kind of wavelength that kind of obnoxious repetitiveness so I really appreciate that
3: <laughs> well, thank
4: you for coming from the like the master
3: of that form of uh, of that style. Yeah, no, I, I think i, you've, uh, I think I you've, the
4: students become the master on that one that was uh, that was very good very enjoyable great.
3: Um, I'm. I'm. I just. I don't know. I can't. I can't get to grips with it. Well, it's the um. You know, it's the the Reign of Terror, French Revolution. Like, what's you know, it's pretty iconic image of the the scaffold and the guillotine, and you know, sending the aristos to their to their demise. Yeah. Like, what 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 don't you get?
2: No, I get it. I just. I don't know. Maybe I'm maybe I'm sh- I'm dysentery sharted out. <laughs> uh but I I that can't be
3: possible, right? You you don't you don't want dysentery farts.
2: I just I don't know.
4: Um well, I think I I've... I thought the dialogue was really good. Um <clears throat> there's a couple of good lines in there, you know, Chode Spears, we like to call him. I think that was really good <laughs> execution <laughs> for you chummy. Yeah, this is like, you know, that's pretty in French.
5: Yeah, there's a lot yeah.
4: to like about that. Should have seen the look on your face. Yeah, it's pretty good.
2: Yeah. No, thanks. Yeah, I think I probably need to give it another read because I'm probably missing a lot from just hearing it. And there's probably lots of nice words in there because you always do nice intricate things with your plot and your words, El. Um, And there's always little jokes hidden in there. Maybe, yeah. But I always struggle. I, I don't know why. I'm probably really thick, but I always struggle to follow... Well, I often struggle to follow the stories on this podcast. Oh, what's going on oh, fucking time? <laughs> so after when it's when it's over, I'm just like, what? Um, what the fuck happened? But I got the images pretty clearly of his head being chopped off and then spit and shards.
0: Story number
1: three. So so Ryan, you you wanted to go last.
0: Yeah, Is not because a... I think it's the best, but because,
2: um, so last week, I added a little bit of extra audio texture for the listeners, because I got um, Chris, Canadian, our Canadian uh, friend yeah. Chris to record yes. my one. Have you done that again? Well, cu- yeah, I have, but <laughs> <laughs> Me. Not, now I am I promise I'm not doing it just because I got a high mic last time. Um, I'm doing it because I was listening back to the podcast and I thought, oh, it's quite actually, it's quite nice to have the four white middle-aged men's voices broken up by something different in the middle. So I just, and it was also quite fun to do. So this one, I've done a bit of audio stuff isn't, around.
3: Isn't he also white and middle-aged? Who?
2: Oh, the um, Canadian, friend. Canadian guy. Yeah, but this is, not, yeah. He is too. oh yeah. so this isn't him oh, okay, <laughs> yeah, this I did I did think him. that when you said that I was like
1: oh right okay. yeah yeah or at did least want...
2: it's a white middle aged man with a different accent. Um <laughs> yes.
4: <all right>. but, <laughs> okay,
1: no. the yeah, guy we, we we we've got we, we cover the whole spectrum of human race we've got white and English and white and Canadian. Yeah, right. like, what you like what what do you need, you Either... know?
2: Yeah exactly yeah <laughs> um so but this this guy is not Canadian or English, she's Swedish, because I wrote a story that was set in Iceland. and I don't know anyone in Iceland, I only know a few Swedish people, so I asked a Swede to do it, the voiceover, because it's as close to the Icelandic as I can get. So, I don't know, this is called Arsland. Um, (coughs) So yeah, you can uh, relax again this week, Mr. Teacher, you don't have to do an accent. Um, We've got someone else doing it for us. Uh, This is being read by Lucas... And it's called Arsland.
5: On New Year's Day 2006, an Englishman and a Dutchman stood at Thingvellir, the site of the ancient Icelandic parliament Althing. over, they groggily regarded the natural dark rock walls that resembled the ruins of a grand old building, and considered that over 1,000 years previously, Viking men stood on this very ground to decide important things. In the distance, a tour group wandered around the Lugberry, or LAROK, while the guide's explanations echoed back at him. Hey, Johan, said Ryan. A thousand years ago, I bet two men stood at the back of this parliament and one of them farted and the other one left. Johan considered this for a few moments as if to verify its deep truth. <laughs> yes, I think you're right, he said. The thought of that ancient fort echoing through the halls of Thingvellir for 1000 years made them feel closer to the past than a tour guide or a dozen history books ever could. This is fucking boring as shit," whispered Agnar. "Yeah, why the fuck is it going on and on about the price of fish for fuck's sake?" said Magnus, too loudly. The lögsögumauer, or law speaker, droned on, and the price of fish shall be determined by the number of fish caught that day multiplied fourfold by the number of people wanting to buy fish that day. Hey, Agnar, Agnar, watch this said Magnus, and flopped his dick out over the drawstring of his trousers and waggled it around. Agnar pissed himself laughing, annoying a nearby nobleman and a gang of merchants who all looked eager to hear the Lögsegemauer recite the laws of Iceland. Magnus wrinkled his nose at them and reluctantly re-trousered his knob. Literally fuck this fucking shit, it's so fucking boring, said Agnar. Hold on, said Magnus. Looks like it's kicking off down the front. Larus Aspyanson, the old crotchery fisherman, was yelling at the Lugserga I'll sell my fucking fish at whatever price I fucking want, you goat fucker. I catch all the best fish. I'm not selling them at the same price as these toothless, brain dead fuckwits. A guard grabbed Larus by the shoulder. Get the fuck off of me, you goat fucker! he screamed, and absolutely twatted the guard in the face. Mm. Agnor and Magnus hopped on to a rock to get a better look at the fight. Go on, Loris, not his fucking hoop, yelled Agnor. Magnus just clapped and moved his head from side to side like a simpleton. Larus was quickly dragged away by four guards and the Løgsegermauer continued. Agnor and Magnus groaned and stepped back down. And let it be decreed that only on Thursdays shall shepherds move the sheep to north-facing pastures," said the Løgsegermauer said Magnus, raised his eyebrows at Agnar and cocked his leg. At that exact moment, the Løgsøgemauer finished reciting a law and Thingvalir was briefly silent. Magnus's fart echoed and echoed around the all thing, ringing the ears and curling the noses of lords, merchants and peasants alike. It was loud and powerful and everyone fucking pissed themselves. The end.
2: I don't know where I was going with this music. It goes on for two minutes. I was going to say. <laughs> yeah. Just... yeah,
3: Yeah, I don't think we need to listen to two minutes. <laughs> it's quite uplifting. I thought, there was gonna be... hey, you... I I... thought you were going to go back to yeah. Ryan and Johan.
5: A thousand years ago, I bet two men stood oh. at the back of this parliament, and one of them farted, and the other one left. Yes, I think you're right, he said.
2: <laughs> don't know. Don't know, can't explain.
1: Now I'm gonna stop it. That's the end of that. Fuck you know. So what? Had you planned to like <laughs> redo the whole story again, but more no. dramatically with the music in the background?
2: No, I just wanted some kind of um, uplifting ending. So I just cut the beginning bit back in, and it just didn't work. Um.
1: Yeah, and also, doing. Were you trying for some sort of like time is circular? The- yeah,
2: something like that. Yeah, that's exactly what it's doing. But it just I just couldn't pull it together in time like an hour before the the recording. So that's what you ended up with. Well thank you.
1: <laughs>
4: <laughs> it's <like> a lukewarm <laughs> reaction. There was a couple of good lines in there. Um he really whipped his knob out, obviously. <laughs> uh, you know thinking about the fart I'm just trying to find it now um a thousand years ago I bet two men stood at the back of this Parliament and one of them farted and the other one laughed and Johan considered this for a few moments as if to verify its deep truth I mean that really there's a lot of lot of power behind those those two lines there I, I quite enjoyed that um and the delivery was obviously it was very good delivery the accent really boosted it up a grade in my opinion um but we're still talking about you know starting from like an F here from my from my <laughs> perspective, so like you you get a boost, but it's uh, yeah, I don't know if it's going to be a it's not going to be another A double double star this story. Okay. I think like the, the difference between like this one and last week was um last week the guy was like he was telling it was like he was telling the story about this guy you yeah. know Thomas' boyfriend, and this one is um is more like an audio book you know it's a guy and you know he's doing voices and everything else like that and. Uh, it just makes me think that the format you had last week, I think you're really on something with, with that approach. I'm going to have to try and steal it in a future episode, I think. You know, someone telling the story rather than someone reading the story to the listener. Like I First know, person, narration versus yeah, third person. First person. Yeah, and it was that difference which made last week an A double star. And this is, um, you've kind of gone back to, you know, just a, like an audiobook kind of thing uh, about a fart. A big fart echoing around. Yeah, I mean, I always appreciate a big fart echoing around, but uh, yeah, yeah, not your strongest. <laughs> yeah, maybe
3: so we it, farted yeah, out. I, I would, I would agree that it wasn't as strong as last week's. Uh, I really liked the intro because it's you know it's personal, which you and you and Johan standing thankfully. Um, yeah, that's
2: true. That's a true story, by the way.
3: Yeah, no, I know that it's, first um, part. And uh, you know, talking about saying a thousand years ago, someone here farted like that is the sort of conversation that you would have with Johan, um if you were standing at a place like that. And I really liked how then it, it moved into the past. Um but yeah you um you basically criticized my story for having like one one fart in it right on the right at the end and then you basically made an entire story about a fart. Yeah. And yeah, criticised my story. Yeah farting. I'm in a
2: glass house here. For sure. Yeah I'm waving yeah, at you furiously so, for
3: um, it. <laughs> Yeah, you, you definitely get down points from me for that. <laughs> down point.
2: I accept.
0: <laughs> oh, my God, it's grading time.
1: All right, so story number one, we had Caesar salad. Um, so let, I'll start with the history. So big fan of... You know, someone clearly paid attention in Year 7, so we've got the the public toilets that everyone remembers when they learned about the Romans. I'm surprised we didn't get the sponge on a stick that was shared amongst the people story, because that tends to come up. But, but yeah, big fan of everyone. I, I also believe that somehow this um, auction to enjoy a soapy titwank was somehow taking place um, whilst they're all sat squatting over these holes Um uh, so I like that. We've got, we got denaris, which is the actual currency, so big fan there. You know, you, I, I can't quite say it felt like you were there, but nothing really took you out of it. Um, like the insult, like the buy Jupiter's cart, big fan of that. Um, Writing-wise, I've got to say, I did like the fact that you leaned into truly ludicrous <sighs> descriptions or uh, for her boobs. Um, hmm. Throughout the whole thing, I I like that, and then but what I particularly liked is they went they were ridiculous, you know they they were so they were so long, big whammer Um yeah, I like that one. Uh, where the where, A big Whamamamas. jumbo booby Hannahs blah, blah blah blah. And the very last <laughs> time we referenced them, you just called them fat baps. <laughs> right? So That's I quite yeah. you know this the subversion of expectations i I quite like that that so that was that was the funniest one I think um this is a driver for Julius Caesar's rise to power uh perhaps he was a horn dog so you know clearly inspired by true events we could put at the start of this or for when they inevitably get sold um as part yeah. of the package deal with season one uh so yeah um nothing in it stuck out to be historically inaccurate um I mean, it is ultimately the story of man... You know, the classic story of man wants soapy titwank. Mm. Man is unable to get soapy titwank. Man achieves soapy titwank. Man becomes first emperor of Rome. Yeah. Like, it, it's a, it's a It's a well-told tale, but, you know, well-trodden. But I, I think you. I think it could be... It could certainly be worse, is what I'll say about this. It, it could certainly be worse... Um, I don't quite know, why is the person running the toilet a poop master buccaneer? Yeah, um, uh,
4: so there's a bit of a story behind that. Um, I just thought it was a funny combination of words. Right, sorry, is that that's the story.
1: <laughs> is that is the that <laughs> <one>
4: story? <laughs> so the um, start, middle and I... end
1: of that is, I thought it was a funny word.
3: <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm. Can I clarify a point? Sorry, I know Mr. Blunder, it's this is your, your time, but I've just no. thought of something. Like, is this is Caesar um because he wasn't allowed to take a ship because he didn't have any money, and then he's getting a titwank. Is he getting a titwank mm. whilst he's also turtling? Because I don't know, like I I don't think I would you're, you're so confused by that. Aren't you? I would like, want... You really
4: want to know the, no, the details. He, but he hasn't had a, sh- We're the tit- had specifically a shit. Haven't. Yeah. No, because if <laughs> that's if, what if, you if, keep Think about it. If
3: if you're going for a titwank and you're touching cloth, <laughs> you probably want to probably want to take a shit first, right? Yeah. But, yeah. What, what, what perhaps, really the,
1: perhaps the sensation is what heightens the pleasure of the, the soapy titwank. And so ultimately what I was going for was uh, the man felt like he got gratification from the other, but ultimately it came from within himself. And the tragedy is that he didn't realize it. Um, so, what he should well, have done is put more things in his bum while he was having soapy wanks, and thus, you know, he would have been more fulfilled.
2: I think you're filling in a lot of blanks for uh, Alex's. So was that's Julius. The of this story, uh, right? It um, leaves
4: a lot to the imagination, a lot to interpretation, you know. You know and um, that is the sign of a really good story. Uh, the fact that you're thinking about how you know, the circumstance around the tick wank did he need to, shit, or was he already was he still on the toilet, the group toilet, God. while he was having a tick wank? You know, you, you're you really <laughs> thinking this through, you know, you're thinking about it, and there's a lot of discussion that's been spurred on as a result of it. So, that's
1: well, I mean, I, I mean, we're <laughs> thinking
4: about it because like we've got a
1: podcast, and if I just said it's an E. Um, that would be like, uh, let's move on <laughs> that spoiler I don't know if uh, I don't know if I'm compelled <laughs> to discuss it further because of the intricacies of the story or just because it's a story about a man who wants a tit and overcomes the slight burden of not having money but yeah. still gets it um, so yeah uh, it was a bit of a spoiler I'm going to give this Oh, you know what? I'm going to be nice. I'll give it an E+.
3: Sad music time.
0: Oh, my fucking God, bruff. What you fucking doing, bruff? You're so shit, bro. You got a D or less, bruff. You need to up your game, bruff.
1: E+. plus. An e+. Plus. All right, we get... I don't think we really learn much about the characters or the Roman time period. We did get a bit of a feel of Roman times because these were things that happened, but this really could have been anywhere. So (laughs) this could be a story about anyone at any time, really. There was nothing particularly Roman about it. Uh, But I I, I didn't feel like I, I I didn't feel like I was in the, the forum. Um, or whatever. So yeah. E plus is, is what I'll say for that one.
2: Well, congrats. Three points. Nice. Right, so <laughs> well, so suddenly now
1: can. he's top of the table. It's all oh uh, well done, three points. Nice one. <laughs> I didn't actually mean that
2: sarcastically as it sounded.
1: Not quite ten and a half, is it, lads? No, uh, <laughs> uh... see what I've done now. I've 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 given I've let my fly too high too quickly. <laughs> And he's become that that lad in the class who thinks he's cleverer than everybody.
2: Well, I've just had it confirmed last week, that was all. (laughs) I
1: suspected for ages. (laughs) Right. Uh, So next up we've got Just an Average Day in France. Um, Big fan of the French Revolution. Uh, Wrote my dissertation about it. Oh, picked a good subject there, El. That was, I mean, my dissertation was 12,000 words. Uh, This uh, wasn't. Um, but is that a bad thing? No, it's not say? a bad thing. No, not a bad thing at all. So, like the French, I like the fact it's called Baron de Merde the Third. I don't quite. Oh, know I forgot the, that. That was a good title. I, I don't quite know why the first title is. Uh, sorry, the first sentence is rhyming, and then nothing else rhymes. <laughs> I thought, oh, just long story. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Rhyme
3: or... I'm liking this a lot <laughs> better
1: now that you're describing it. Like, you yeah, know, I thought, oh, is this, is this going to come back again? And it was just like. No, clearly the author just decided it was funny to rhyme those words in one sentence. That's and, a lovely
2: way in, though, isn't it?
1: And it was. It was funny. Baron the, Baron de Merde Third dropped a turd when he heard <laughs> the word. It's like, <laughs> yeah, fair enough. He heard his time would come. I get it. Like, he's he's on death row for being an, an aristo, crimes against the re- Republic. Um, I will say, I did kind of lose it a little bit when he was in the next But which is about his plan, because it's essentially one enormous run-on sentence um so i thought oh are we getting like stream of consciousness like we did last week oh he'd do this and he'd do that and he'd do that but no he didn't um it was just a really long run-on sentence um dare i ask why every sentence has he said in french um was this a conscious Um... choice or
3: (laughs) yeah it was uh well yeah, basically, I just wanted to convey that they were speaking in French.
1: Yeah, because <laughs> you because you didn't add a note at the top saying they are French, use a French accent or anything. So I didn't. It was only after I re- <laughs> it no, was only
3: after- I, I was go- I wasn't going for that style, right? So, okay, <laughs> I didn't want. I, di- I specifically didn't want French accents. Right. Well, that's good. You- <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's good because you wouldn't
1: have got one because you can't do one, yeah. but. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it was funny, like the guard put the prank on him, oh, you're going to get free. You're, you've been free, bro. Ha-ha, no, you're not. Um, we've got sharting again. Big fan in this podcast of sharting, it seems. <laughs> uh, I like the cigarette being chucked into the basket. Sure, uh, that's not too bad. Not sure, I don't know if they had cigarettes in the French Revolution. But I'm um, again, not a history podcast, so not going to.
3: Had roll-ups back then, I'm sure they
1: did. Yeah. Um a lot. I do like the idea. I'd never actually thought of like the idea of uh an Aristo hating the person who'd been had their head chopped off in front of them and um spitting on them all, like maybe like really hating being in the same ba- winding up in the same basket as somebody that they hated. So interesting. Um is that if you can read this prepare for your last breath, is that. Is that something you made up, or is that historically? No, it's, it's
3: just yeah, it's just a little um, executionist humor kind of thing, like uh, putting a little note in the basket for, for uh, um, to read, which right. could have happened.
1: Ah, uh, right. And is it right? And is it prepare for your last breath because it's I'm about to give it to you out of my
3: ass. Yeah, it's basically right. Um, okay, I just wanted to, to double... your last breath. <laughs> I just wanted to double squats. check. Yeah. Squats over and drops to the distance. Right. Okay. So it's not just
1: <laughs> <get> prepared <laughs> because you're going to die. It's prepared because <laughs> yeah. I'm going to fast yeah, into your mouth. <laughs> well, it's, a, it's
3: a it's a double meaning. Double right. meaning. Right.
1: Okay. Um, I was about to say that that's cleverer than I first thought, but I'm not sure it is. But <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know, is the right word. But uh, for an execution of fast farce... genius. Ah. No, probably not. Um But I I do I I like it. I like the fact his mate was called Philip Le Petit Dejeuner. Um, big fan of that. I don't know what it is about this podcast and like truly ridiculous surnames like um what do we have lunch? what was it what was the what was our uh, winners last week? Something what was the what uh Thomas Boyfriend. Thomas Boyfriend, uh Philip Lunch that we've got here. <laughs> like I, I like it. Like I, I like these silly surnames. Um yeah, there's something about it did i get this did feel more like we we're in paris than the last one did that we we're in rome if only because we have uh aristos in the in a terrible prison um like the guards making fun of them uh the Plaster revolution like the people shouting being angry that the actual guillotine itself it felt pretty french revolutionary i suppose i do like the idea like i say of him spitting on the the thing in hate and then it winding winding up on him we said it's an inter- it's it is it is a take on the french revolution that i'd not uh, not thought of so i give you credit for that um oh, thank you whereas romans using prostitutes and public toilets i think is like, pr- like pretty uh, at the same um, time a bit, yeah a bit yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah. It's, it's a bit different there so yeah I'm I'm gonna give this oh I've been thinking over this week I, I've been thinking that maybe I'm being too harsh because I'm only giving things above a C if I actually think that they're good and well that's that's tradition, isn't it? it. <laughs> but but that is exactly, but then I thought, but that's how it's supposed to work. Yeah. I am the cover teacher and I'm getting pure shit, so I don't know if not, I don't know why I should adjust my grades. <laughs> it's because I'm getting pure shit. So I am gonna give this a D plus.
0: My fucking god, bruh, what you fucking doing, bruh? You're so shit, bruh. You got a D or less, bruh. You need to up your game, bruh. Oh.
1: In that, in, in that, it is an interesting story. But I know this is the cover teacher one. But I am getting an awful lot of whatever the theme is plus knobs. Plus yeah. farts, plus <laughs> shit, plus something
3: else. And there was
4: no there's no knobs in mine. No, nah,
0: there's no knobs in
4: mine. <clears throat> oh actually there's loads,
1: yeah. We've gone knob blind in this podcast. <laughs> <blind>. <laughs> and the thing is, I don't mind it, but at some point I'd like it to lead to something. You know, like, like, for it to be an integral part of the plot. Like, for example, and there I go back to the hallowed Hobbit orgy. That was, it turned out to be a central part of the plot because we were building up to where was this person going. And the the rug pull was, oh, it's a Hobbit orgy. Um, When you thought it was going to be like a Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory sort of thing. Whereas this, it's just, right, this week's theme is history. So I'm going to tell probably the exact same jokes. <laughs> but I will change the name of the characters He's on to us guys I I don't
5: know I
3: don't think anyone has ever Farted in a basket Full of severed heads Or in fiction
1: No in fiction <laughs> <laughs> No uh, And that's why, that's why this gets the D plus You know like <laughs> it, it, it it it's interesting in what it does. I'm just not sure what it does is good. <laughs> if that makes sense.
3: Oh, guess, yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah, well, you've had three D pluses in a row now. Uh, oh, uh, yeah. Um, actually, after Mister Teacher just described your story, I I think of it in a different light. I think it was it was good. I think that deserved to see. Um,
1: well, go on. Then I'm 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 interested in you. You twisted my arm. Then you're to up I... it, are you? If you can persuade me, so odds are. Oh, low. okay. Uh, well, I just on, yeah, um, well,
2: I think um, I just overlooked a lot of the elements that you just ran through, and there was way more to it than I. I think I was I was so disgusted by the final image, which actually is probably a testament to your writing, El, because I was grossed out by that whole thing, and I didn't really want to hear it, <laughs> because it was so gross. <laughs> um, but then I like the um, the rhyme at the beginning. You were just kind of a bit free with it. I like that. Mm-hmm. You just have, just skipping through the French Revolution and doing your own thing. I quite liked all that, I, I, and I probably dismissed it all because because I was hung up on the ending. So I pref- I liked Mister Teach's explanation, but I think the point about us just throwing in farts and knobs is valid, though. Um, we are yeah. I mean, it's a bit of
1: our RMO, mo, but yeah. I mean, maybe we up, should like...
2: try and steer away from it. Well, I, know,
1: I, I understand this podcast does exactly what it says on the tin, and uh you know, we're getting three men to write silly stories, so they're going to be knobs and farts and this, that, and the other. Um You may have persuaded me, so I'm going to throw it over to Al to inevitably explain to me why Elliot deserves an F as opposed to a C. <laughs>
3: Al, Al
4: liked it. <laughs> I did I did like it. Um yeah, I, I don't think Ryan made a very strong case for boosting it to a C though. All he did was say I like the poem at the start and <laughs> not really anything else. And that's that's basically what you'd called out, Blunder. So like I mean I think it was a pretty weak argument for a boost, but I don't want to knock it down. I, I agree with like a, a D plus. C you suggests that it's good. Right? you said that yourself. And is it good? No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh <That was> great. <laughs> You know but what? I don't want to. I don't want to <laughs> knock it down. Like I, I enjoyed it, but it's it's not good, is it? Come on, let's, uh, let's right,
1: uh, Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna quit on a point. Here. I'm gonna say uh, on remarking. I'm gonna give it a C minus. C-. I think minus. It, I think it does. I think at least as far as this podcast go go over the line of like good in that it's in some way interesting with the theme. Um not sure it'd be a page turner like uh, you know, Will stories. Um, but <laughs> I, 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 I think uh yeah, a C minus. I know it's only half a point or whatever, but I think I think I can be persuaded that there were some nice turns of phrase in there. It was an interesting idea on the theme. Um yeah congratulations
2: El you've gone up a point you're in the good territory Brilliant. so that, before we go on to my one there Mr Blunder I'm going to try and build the tension here because last week I was in the lead with 19 points uh, and then it was Elliot and Alex Elliot's just gone up to 21 points and is currently in the lead Alex is on 15.5 and I'm obviously sitting on 19 so if I get if you award me anything higher than an E minus I'm in the lead I think you fucked, mate. <laughs> <laughs> so that just to let you know, that is the stakes.
1: Yeah, oh well. Could that could they possibly be could they possibly be higher? Um all right, for, for this prestigious substitute teacher's cup that we've got running here as the the Champions League to the or Premier League with Mr. Teacher. <laughs> um ugh. Okay. Um. So, arslan. Um. Any particular? I mean, is it just arslan because it's about Iceland and farting? Yes. Right. Okay. Oh, that's annoyed. It. That's annoyed me now because when I first read it, I didn't think twice. But now, that's actually a pun, and it is actually a pun. So you don't like puns. I... No, I'm gonna to have to credit it because it's there's oh. an actual thought in it. I thought it was just let's insert a rude word because we can. Um, but yeah, it's from Iceland. I did get the feeling I thought that that first section was probably a true story because it's a, a very strange thing or um to, to pull out about the Alting and uh the Icelandic Parliament, and then of all the things to talk about with the Vikings, you decide, mm-hmm. yeah, it's them meeting to talk about. The price of fish as opposed to anything else about the Vikings that people actually care about <laughs> or find interesting in anyway, way, shape, or form. It's like, no, 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 no. It's, it's about a man farting in the back of the parliament. <laughs> like, all right. Um just makes the, it more human. It, it it does. There is something to be said for our, you know, history from below. Uh a bit too we, far uh, below yeah we use stories to focus too much on the, the the stories of those at the top as opposed to the actual stories of the vast majority of people that have existed so yes however when it comes to this podcast there's there is below and then there's like very low and that's where our our, our humor level is um I, I will be honest so we've got the setup here of ah oh, we're at the all I bet a thousand years ago, one of the two where you know someone stood back and farted and the other one laughed. It's like, oh, okay. And then we get to it, and like the majority of the story is building up to something that we know is gonna happen. (laughs) Which again, I've not got a problem with last week's theme was that, like the title is the last line. However, nothing interesting happens.
3: Before he then farts, <laughs> this, is, this is my fight. It. He it's whipped like... his knob out,
1: yeah. Well, that's true. Yeah, think there you... was a fight. Uh, I mean, I, like I said, I'm, I'm gonna thank you for getting an actual um Scandinavian to read this because there is no way I would have been able to get my uh to get my mouth around Logus Gamur and uh Thing yeah, thanks, Lucas. Great yeah, job. So... Sorry,
2: some of my words weren't up to scratch, Lucas, but your reading was excellent.
1: Yeah, it was. It, it was really good. And when you said, "Oh, I've got one of one of our Scandinavian crew to," read, I thought, oh, this is going to be like some amazing Viking epic here." And um, it, I, I'm not entirely sure I could truly claim it to be epic. Um, <laughs> I was ho- you know, I was hoping that. I don't know what I was hoping. I'm not entirely sure it was hoping. That a fisherman would get mad, <laughs> and then someone would fart. <laughs> and none of it, none of it, seemed to hang together. Hmm. Like I like the idea of oh, you know, there's some really important decisions that are made here. But also, I bet someone ripped a fat one, and it was it, it, hilarious. I, you know, I, I like that. I just don't know if it did anything. <laughs> I'm not sure we learned anything about the Vikings or that it was entertaining.
2: Some nice audio around it. There wasn't it? like the crunchy footsteps and the... Uh, I,
1: I did. I thought, wind. oh my gosh, this is, this is about to kick off. When it ended and I saw there were two minutes left on the audio recording, <laughs> I thought to myself, what the fuck have we got in store now? It's really <laughs>
2: uplifting, that song. I was just going to play the whole thing, but
1: I couldn't. I, quite, I, quite, I like the idea of you've got this really and every now and again it just cut in with a line from the story. <laughs> and then fade out. Maybe, maybe we could have got some of the ridiculous stuff of it. I will be honest. It's, it's, I, I think I'm going to, I think I'm going to give this an E.
0: Fucking God, bruh, what you fucking doing, bruh? You're so shit, bruh. You got a D or S, bruh. You need to up your game, bruh.
1: Oh! I think I'm gonna give this E. Um, It is a historical story, so I'm not gonna give it a U. That I think you would be way too harsh, but nothing happens. <laughs> um I we don't like I said, we don't learn anything.
2: We I learned about the old
1: thing. Uh, I, thing I already villain. knew about the old I already knew that that I knew, I mean oh. like okay I guess like the layperson now knows what the Icelandic parliament is called.
2: Yeah. It's a thousand years old.
1: Yeah. I, okay. Uh, again I'm not sure like what we're supposed to do with it, with, with with this information. <laughs> like uh, you know, if I looked up the uh, altering alting article on Wikipedia when I saw this, I'm not entirely sure that I would have actually have learnt anything. Um and nor do I think of anything about the Vikings except I bet they farted, which I'm pretty sure they did. Um, I, I don't think I needed this story in order to discover that. I don't think anyone um, needed this story. Yeah, I want. I normally like to say, Oh, there was a germ of a good idea in here, but I can't find it. I, I, I can <laughs> fair enough. So, so, <laughs> so I, I do like the idea. Like I say, I like the idea of here's this like not quite hallowed place, but there's this revered, respected place that's like the uh, place of importance, and at the same time, we've got someone having a fart but people fart all over the shop i'm not you know what i mean i'm I'm not entirely <laughs> not entirely sure that uh things. yeah that we sort of gain anything from this and since i didn't didn't really laugh at any of it or that's a telling sign yeah that that's that that's the problem i i didn't learn anything but but I didn't, I didn't need it. to, but I didn't need to if it was funny. But I don't think it was funny. Okay, so I'm
2: I'm sorry. It's fine. I think that's that's fair. So the E gives me two point five points, which which makes me retain my lead by 0. 0.5, despite having ten point five points last week. So I'm I'm like I'm hanging on here. Uh, that A so that A star average. star is keeping me alive. That's got to be one of the biggest no. swings. I think we could, we could ever possibly have had. I've gone from gone an E in week two to an A star star in week three, back to an E in
1: week four. So, so next week's one's winning the Nobel Prize for literature, is it? Triple, triple A star next week. Yeah, yeah.
3: Can I uh, just say, like Ryan's Ryan's story did raise one interesting question for me. Um, at what point in the history of human evolution did we evolve to the point? that we found farts funny because like animals don't laugh at their own farts and humans do when was the when was that point were we like sort of still cavemen or you know was it kind of more sort of civilized era is it 10,000 years ago 100,000 years ago the monkeys
4: laugh
2: at their own
3: farts i think I mean, that's be, what like...
2: separates us from animals
3: yeah, I think that was that was the point where we stopped becoming animals. I know some people say it's fire or using tools or whatever, but I think it's when we started mm-hmm. laughing at our own farts. Okay, so that's <laughs> maybe uh, some yeah. listeners could, could write. If in. anyone knows, yeah. yeah.
2: Well, on that bombshell, Mister Teacher, what is the subject for next mm-hmm.
1: week? Right now, when before before we talk about this, we had this idea of sort of looking at. Upcoming films, and sort of saying, Right, can we make a film or a story in the style of? And I was in the cinema at the weekend watching Trolls Come Together, and which was absolutely dreadful, by the way. Are you 100% really? But my, my three year old enjoyed it, so uh, I saw a trailer for the Hunger Games prequel, and I thought to myself. Why does anyone need a Hunger Games prequel? What a load of shit! But then I thought, well, hey, I got to know you guys through the magic of a battle royale video game, and here's a film about a battle royale. Uh, it's kind of thing coming. So I we'll peek are, behind
2: the curtain there for the listeners.
1: Yeah, yeah. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I I bet I I tell you what, the fan forums are gonna be full of speculation now.
2: <laughs> and they know it's not Fortnite from what you were saying earlier.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoa, <laughs> it's 10-10, oh, it's 10 I tell you what, well, like I say, when we log off this and log into Apex later, it'll be amazing. <laughs> so uh I I want us it's I epic. would like you all to write a story a la Battle Royale the Hunger Games. It's a a, comp- a last man standing competition. All right, so a story about a last man standing competition. It doesn't necessarily have to be death destruction, but it is a it is the story theme is last man standing competition, all right? All versus all.
3: Mm. I love it could that be soggy biscuit.
1: <laughs> if you want, I mean, if you want to, you know, last one, last one to fart eats the turd, like whatever, you know, last hobbit to get the ring, you know, eats a load of. Dragon Smegma, go for it. I don't know. But some sort, of, some sort of competition where it's everybody versus everybody. Only one person can survive.
2: Okay. That sounds great. I'm looking forward to that. What a great subject.
1: Yeah, that's no, a good, really good I'm idea. I'm
2: pumped. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> I've got to redeem myself after that. Nice. No. Oh. Brilliant. All right. Yeah. Well, thank you very much, guys. Yeah, All thanks a lot. So See, See you
3: next week. See you next week. See you next
0: week. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Small Fictions Podcast. Email us with questions, stories of your own or anything at all at smallfictions at gmail.com.